0: I am excited to be uh, doing some recording this morning in the office before things get going. I showed up with wet hair after dropping kids off, perfectly imperfect. And today I wanted to talk a little bit about vitamin D deficiency because I would say I this has become a common part of my well woman exam simply because over 50% of the women that I am seeing have vitamin D deficiency. And I'm not talking about just low vitamin D de- vitamin D, just deficient. Like it is well below normal. And it's it's so surprising to me. So what does that mean? Where do we get vitamin D? I mean, there's just there's so many questions around it, right? So I am not a vitamin D expert. I am an OBGEN, but this is something that I'm seeing frequently and that I'm treating. So when we think about vitamin D, vitamin D. Deficiency means you don't have enough vitamin D in your body. It primarily causes issues with your bones and muscles. Um, It's an essential vitamin that your body uses for normal bone development and maintenance. Vitamin D also plays a role in your nervous system, musculoskeletal system, and immune system. And the symptoms that I commonly am hearing could be perimenopause, could be menopause, could be just the stress of busy mom life but they also could be caused by vitamin D deficiency. So in adults, the deficiency is not quite as obvious as you might see in young kids or in elderly. In adults, we see mood changes, bone loss, muscle cramps or weakness, bone and joint pain, especially in your back, and fatigue. A lack of vitamin D, you know, in children can cause rickets and symptoms of that are like in, incorrect growth plates due to boat bone or bones, uh, muscle weakness, um, bone pain and deformities in the joints. It's very, very rare, especially in the U.S. with a typical diet, children are typically not going to have vitamin D deficiency. Lack of vitamin D isn't as obvious in the adults as the example of what I just described in their symptoms, which can be kind of vague and you attribute it to all the other things in life. Um, in general, there's two main causes of vitamin D deficiency. Either you're not getting enough vitamin D in your diet and or, and or through sunlight, or it's not being properly absorbed. There are several specific causes of vitamin D that could include certain medications that you're taking, certain medical conditions, and weight loss surgery. There could also could be some biologic or environmental factors that could put you at Greater risk, older age, and the amount of melanin or pigment in your skin, so darker skin. What conditions could cause vitamin D deficiency? Cystic fibrosis, Crohn's disease, celiac disease, um, obesity. A body mass index greater than 30 is associated with a lower vitamin D levels. Fat cells keep the vitamin D isolated and it's not released for use. Also kidney disease or liver disease could cause a vitamin D deficiency. So interesting, right? Because I think most of us think, well, I eat a well-balanced diet. It's probably just fine. So how do we get vitamin D? Sun exposure on your skin. However, people with darker skin and older people may not have enough vitamin D, you might not get enough vitamin D through sunlight. Your geographical location can also affect the amount of vitamin D exposure that you're getting through sunlight. And through the food we eat is another way of we get vitamin D and through nutritional supplements. So despite all these methods to get vitamin D, vitamin D deficiency is kind of a common worldwide problem. It's important because our body needs vitamin D to stay healthy. It's a crucial part of maintaining a balance of calcium in your blood and bones and in building and maintaining bones. More specifically, vitamin D is important so that your body can use the calcium and phosphorus to build bones and support healthy um, tissues. Or you need vitamin D so that your body can use the calcium and phosphorus to build bones and support healthy tissues. With chronic and severe vitamin D deficiency, um, a decline in calcium and phosphorus absorption by your intestines leads to a low calcium level. This is leading, this could lead to a secondary hyper high- per-parathyroidism, where your parathyroid gland becomes overactive, attempting to get calcium levels into your blood. And in severe cases, you can see muscle weakness and cramps, fatigue, and depression. And the reason this came up where it was like, you know, I need to talk about this on a podcast and make this more mainstream, is I had two patients this week who's vitamin D level was almost non-existent. And I just think it's really important for us to know and to realize that we probably need a vitamin D supplement in our daily life. Look at your multivitamin and see what is available to you or how much that you're consuming. It depends on where your vitamin D level lands as to what you need to take and, you know, to find a good quality product because vitamins are not regulated by the FDA. Sometimes it's hard to know what to purchase. So vitamin D deficiency can affect anyone. About 1 billion people worldwide have vitamin D deficiency, while 50% of the population will have vitamin D insufficiency. So it's not quite as low. The estimates are approximately 35% of adults in the United States have vitamin D deficiency. Let's talk about what medications might be causing some vitamin D deficiency. Chronic use of laxatives, steroids, cholesterol-lowering drugs, Drugs that control seizures, rifampin, which is a tuberculosis drug typically is where we see that use and a weight loss drug or or listat. Always talk to your healthcare provider about your medications and any supplements and herbs that you're taking. This is something that is often left off the medication list. And then we find out, oh yeah, by the way, I'm also taking this and I'm also taking that. It's very helpful for us to know so that we can help to decipher what might be impacting so how do we treat it? So the goal of treatment is in prevention for vitamin D deficiency are the same, to reach and maintain an adequate vitamin D level in your body. And that, you know, what's normal, the normal range depends on what lab you're looking at in terms of what they've determined to be their normals. You might consider eating more foods containing vitamin D and getting more sunlight and also talking to your healthcare provider to see what supplements are recommended. Uh, vitamin D comes in two forms, D2 and D3. D2 comes from plants and D3 comes from animals. You need a prescription to get D2. However, D3 is available over the counter. And your body more easily absorbs D3 than D2. So typically what I'll do is a high dose of vitamin D supplement that you take once weekly for eight weeks and then take a daily vitamin D3 of um, 2000 international units. But again, talk to your healthcare provider. If you find this, if you're my patient, let's talk. We're going to be retesting, uh, repeating those labs to see if that has improved over time. So you might say, well, I don't think I'm vitamin D deficiency or deficient, but how could I avoid that? Just ensure that you're getting enough vitamin D in your diet and sun exposure. How much sun exposure is adequate? I've heard up to 15 minutes a day in general is adequate for vitamin D. I would have to look at the evidence behind that quite honestly before I gave you a strong recommendation. There are a few foods that are naturally high in vitamin D and that includes fatty fish such as salmon, tuna, mackerel, and sardines. I know that probably makes some people's stomach turn. (laughs) Rainbow trout, beef, liver, mushrooms, egg yolks, Cod liver oil. So those are some options. Also, there are several foods that are fortified in vitamin D, including cow's milk and soy, almond and oat milk, breakfast cereals, orange juice, and other dairy products such as yogurt. So if you're concerned, if you're getting enough vitamin D, I would say, let's just talk with your healthcare provider and it's a simple blood draw. You know, could you ever take too much vitamin D? Vitamin D toxicity is quite rare. Um, but it could lead to elevated calcium levels. You could have symptoms like nausea, increased thirst and urination, poor appetite, constipation, weakness, confusion, even some issues with coordination and speech. But like I said, this is very, very rare don't take higher than recommended doses of your vitamin D without first discussing it with your healthcare provider. So I don't want you to go taking large doses of vitamin D over the counter without knowing what your levels are and whether you actually have an issue. So each product is going to have its own recommendations on the bottle as terms of, you know, is it one tablet, is it four tablets? What's their daily recommended dose? So just take a look at that. If you're curious about what my recommendations are, I have partnered with Metagenetics and I have a link in which you can go to order some reliable, well-sourced vitamin D supplements if you desire. Again, those signs of vitamin D deficiency can be as subtle as mood changes, muscle weakness, cramps, low back pain, and fatigue. And I feel like 70% of my patients complain about these symptoms. And so it's worth looking at. It's worth looking at and it's a simple fix. So I hope that you found this helpful. If you would be so kind, if you are enjoying Sky Women podcast, please leave us a review. Go ahead and subscribe to the show and share with your friends. And at any point, please send us emails if you have questions or topics that you would like covered at hello at skywomenshealth.com. As a board-certified ob with a Neuromusculoskeletal Medicine Fellowship, I help you realign with hands-on drug-free treatment and relieve pain on the spot without medication. We'll help you maintain these results through your pregnancy and postpartum period. Every pregnant person deserves this, and we are so excited to serve you. You can find us on our website, as mentioned, or on social at SkyWomen'sHealth. Or you can call the office at 817-915-9803. That's it for today. Until next week, be well.